You know how it is. We are here. We are back. We are ready for a beautiful Tuesday evening on Westside. My name is Mary Manfield, looking after you for the next two hours with Bringing It Black, the show where we share, celebrate, collaborate with the best of black talent here in London, further afield as well. And we're going UK wide today. Bringing It Black. Okay, I better introduce today's guest, Ben Winter. Welcome to the studio. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yeah? We're playing headphone like Olympics here. There's the, there's the Olympics. There's the Winter Olympics. I, I can hear nothing in the headphones. But and then right. there's the headphone Olympics. <laughs> it's all good. It's literally just the sound of my voice. Um, ben is here today to talk all things music and amazing opportunities as well, because we are talking power up. But before we get into that, let's get into who you are and what you're about. I know you wear many different hats in the music industry. Nah, I do. Tell us about a few of them. Take it away. Oh, wow. Um, good evening, everybody. My name's Ben Winter, a.k.a. Billionaire Ben, as a lot of people know me as from Instagram, my socials. Um, I am founder and CEO of Unstoppable Music Group, which is production company, management company, record label. Um, I am entrepreneur and outreach manager at the Association of Independent Music is part of the senior management team there. Um, and I'm also co-founder of Power Up, which we're here to talk about today. Yeah, the initiative to fight back against anti-black racism within the UK music industry. That's a lot. Can I just ask, have you been in this industry like from day dot? Is this is this always been the one? <laughs> music is it's funny, I was having a conversation yesterday and I said to someone, music is my oxygen. Mm. So without without music, I, I think I'd suffocate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It keeps them going. Keeps you busy yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, but we absolutely love to see it, of course. And yeah, power up, right? If you haven't heard of it, then where have you been? The past year, you've been running a program with 40 talented individuals that were already doing bits in the industry, but were given this opportunity to do even more. So a little introduction. It's an ambitious long-term initiative and it supports black music creators both on the side of artists and professionals and executives as well like you said it's addressing anti-black racism and kind of bridging those gaps in the industry and beyond right yeah where did this all kind of come from what was the catalyst to bring and like this isn't a small little program right it's it's it's, and we're going to get into the scale of it very very soon but how did this kind of all come about um, it came about as a result of the horrific incident that happened in America with George Floyd. Mm. Um, at the time, I was grants and programs manager at the PRS Foundation, mm. uh, which is a, a, a organisation, charitable organisation, an offshoot of the PRS um, Performing Rights Society, which is the charitable side which uh, supports emerging artists in the UK so they spend approximately three million a year on supporting emerging talent everyone from Dave to Miss Banks to to AJ Tracy has been funded by PRS Foundation at some point Um, and at the time I was there and obviously George Floyd incident happened and the company or organisation wanted Post Black Square and I was dead against it Um, (laughs) and myself and the CEO had a conversation about about why 
I didn't really feel comfortable with a black square being posted. Mm. And we kind of had a conversation about anti-black racism and prejudice more so. Um, and the fact that every day of my life as a black man, I'll experience not necessarily racism, but some form of prejudice. Yeah. And it's just a norm. Like yeah. we take it as a norm. I'll step As soon as I step outside my house, I'm going to experience something. Yeah. Microaggression, something really subtle, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the things that I brought up, I think he was really shocked at. Um, you know, something as basic as as for us as, you know, taking, having to think about our footwear, having mm. to take a second pair of footwear in the car because you might end up somewhere and the excuse for not letting you in is, oh, sorry, mate, you haven't got on the right shoes. Yeah, it's your trainers. So, you know, you keep some shoes in the car. Yeah. Oh, sorry, mate, we don't accept those kind of shoes. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then it went on to my experiences in the music industry. Um, and I actually didn't realise how much trauma I had within yeah. me from my experiences in the music industry. And I kind of, when I was explaining it, I broke down, which I'd mm. never done before because I'd never spoken about it before. Yeah. And um, I think at that point, there was a realisation as to just how bad things are mm. within the UK music industry because... If you're, if you don't live it, you don't experience it. If you don't experience that kind of prejudice, you never know. Yeah. And until somebody really shows it to you and shows you the emotion behind that, mm. um, then then that's when you have a realization moment. And you know, the PRS Foundation are amazing people. Everyone at the PRS Foundation was like, "Look, we we we, we want to do something. Support like, what you. can we do? Yeah. How can we fight back against this? And and you know." the CEO and myself kind of came up with Power Up as something to push back against anti-black racism, against uh, the glass ceiling and shattering the glass ceiling. Yeah. And, you know, just, just fighting back against a lot of the data that exists that says that black creators receive less support than their non-black um, counterparts. And similarly, that, you know, black executives, entrepreneurs, let's call them music professionals, mm. um, hit a glass ceiling and aren't aren't offered the the senior roles the boardroom opportunities the ceo roles yeah and we wanted to do something that would help to move the needle mm. um create those opportunities and create networks amongst amongst black talent but also you know there's two sides power there's a movement side as well there's participant program then there's the movement which actually challenges um, organizations, companies, and the industry to do better and to fight back against anti-black racism. It's busy. It's, it's a lot. lot. <laughs> and it's almost like, yeah, it was born out of something that was obviously really horrific and, yeah. and brought up a lot of emotions. But it sounds like for a lot of people, these emotions could be brought up at that time because it kind of opened a bit of a gateway for people who'd been suppressing things for years and years and years because you can't come into work every day and say... Well, this is annoying me and that's not right. And yeah. da, 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 you kind of just have to shop and do I your think, job. I think it, it, it allowed an opportunity for dialogue. Yeah. That's what it did. Um, Conversations. For the first time, I think companies, organizations, heads of companies yeah. were receptive to listening. Yeah. And up until that point, you know, people didn't necessarily want to listen. They might have heard you. Yeah. But they didn't listen. And I think for the thir- first time, we had a moment. Mm. where the whole world listened and the whole world had empathy. Yeah. And 
the whole world wanted to do something to to affect a change. Mm-hmm. Two years on, does the world still feel like that now that we've opened up? I don't know, but we have to continue the work that started at that point, yeah, and continue to keep pushing that work through mm. um, so that we can create change, so that we can create opportunity, and so that people can can smash through glass ceilings and sit where they rightly deserve. And this is so much bigger than if, you know, they did just post that square and then moved on. This is, um, you know, is, what people you know, wanted is a bit of action. so much more. Yeah. And in the end, they did post a square, but it wasn't just okay. a square of solidarity. It was it was a square that said, um, if, if I remember rightly, they said that, you know, they want to do better. Mm. Um, they've got things wrong in the past. They acknowledged their failures. Yeah. They acknowledged that they wanted to do better. And they, and they opened the door to be guided on how to do better. Yeah. And... To be honest, I think that's all any organisation needs to do. Yeah. Um, Hold your hands up a little bit. Yeah. Like, if you get something wrong, there's nothing wrong with saying I got that wrong. Mm. Like, we we all make mistakes. Yeah. And and Power Up, the whole point of Power Up isn't to condemn people and go, you're anti-black. Yeah. It's not that. It's to say, you know, okay, we see that you want to do better. We see that you post a black square, so you you clearly want to, to improve what it is you're doing and to engage in a much much more um holistic way and a, 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 a much more genuine way mm. you just might not necessarily know how yeah and let us help you, you yeah to guide you into the correct practices into the areas that you might not be thinking about in into how to interact with your staff and how to consider your staff's needs when when certain events take place like you mm. know events that have taken place this week Even have been yeah. very very sad around um jamal may you rest in peace and there's probably a lot of organizations right now that don't understand mm. the connection between some of their staff yeah and the events that happen and, and you know we want to be a place where those companies can come and say well actually you know how do we engage um what should we be doing yeah why is this happening and to give them better understanding to create a, a better environment for their employees and, yeah. and for the people that they interact with from the black music community completely agree and i think yeah it's really important in those kind of moments to step back and realize yeah it's gonna affect different people in different ways and it's um it's a ripple effect isn't it it's good news is good news and bad news is bad news and it kind of carries on um what i think is really interesting about this program is how many music executives and creators you've got together to advise and be part of and and give their experience and their expertise you're listening to west side of course we're here on bringing it black ben winter in the building how you doing i'm good i'm in the building yeah is this your happy place like i don't know music studios radio studios it's always my happy place yeah anything to do with music i love the music strategy i love the business of music i love being in the studio if i don't get in the studio at least once a week i feel like i'm suffocating i love listening to music i'm just yeah it it really is my oxygen I love that honestly it's funny when artists come through they kind of walk in and they it's like they can relax yeah. do you know what I mean and I yeah. think it's a difference sometimes when you interview someone like on a sofa or on a yeah, red carpet yeah, yeah. or something yeah. and then you bring them in and they're like oh no I know this I can do this yeah. I really like that um, so we're talking power up of course and you said there's two parts of it there's the participants and yeah. then there's the movement that's right so should okay. I break it down for please you? just a little bit okay so 
The idea behind the participant program was to support 40 participants per year. Yeah. That's 20 participants that are coming from the industry professional side. So that means if you're an executive, an mm. entrepreneur, manager, whatever sector of the industry you work in, whether yeah. it's legal, like events, accounting, events, yeah. wherever, if you're a kind of stage where you should be going into the equivalent of senior management, okay. um, CEO, boardroom level if you're at that stage where yeah. you feel like you've hit that glass ceiling then this is for you yeah on the creator side it's if you're a crucial tipping point in your career and what mm. that means is depend genre depending but let's say you know it's a black music genre um you would have a certain amount of activity happening on your social media mm. what is that certain level what we t- it, what's it, that it, it, I, I don't want to say numbers people yeah. start to look and go oh but i haven't got I haven't that number got that. Or whatever. yeah but it's just your you know, there's activity. There's a, there's a good amount of activity yeah. that says that you're moving. I like um, what you said about tipping point. So maybe at that point where you're being recognised by yeah, a kind have of a team. You yeah. have a team. You've got. You've definitely got a manager. You've okay. probably, You know, you've got a lawyer. Mm. You might have an accountant. You might not. Yeah. You'd, you'd have a booking agent. So you, you've got your team together. Yeah. You're moving at a certain level now. Mm. Um, you've put out music. You know, and and you're making you're making stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're at a crucial tipping point, and you kind of see yourself in the next eighteen to, to months or so. Yeah, either signing a major record deal, or you kind of see yourself pushing on as an independent artist and, and moving forging to that your next path level. that way. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it, statistically, black music creators receive less support than their non-black counterparts. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make sure that both executives and creators would be able to to apply for this um, initiative. Yeah. Uh, they receive up to £15,000 worth of funding. Mm-hmm. So on the, the executive side, that's to help power you up, whether that's, you know, I, I want to go and do a C-level course so that I can become a CEO, a COO, a CFO, yeah. whatever. Um, or I want to do a master's in business or mm. whatever it is to help upskill you and level you up to that next that next place. If you're an entrepreneur, you might use it to to help take your business up to the next level. Yeah. Um, and if you're a creator, you might use that on, I don't know, recording costs, marketing, just wherever there's that hole in your budget where you feel like I need that extra money to help buff really up my push. budget. So it's that but then there's also capacity building mm-hmm. support so that's master classes thing every week to fortnight there's wow. master classes that the participants are able to attend on everything from ip ip to yeah. to branding to um setting up your business to finance to marketing yeah. to nfts like everything wow. um and then you've got mental health support you've got first aid training You've got um, coaching. You've got, got mentoring. like mentoring. Yeah, there, there's like so much that you get, and then there's memberships to like all the trade bodies as well. So AIM, the Ivers Academies, the wow. the um, FAC, the MPA, the Music Managers for like you get so much as a participant of Power Up. But most importantly, yeah, it's about the network. Mm. It's about the network that you get being on that program with forty other like-minded individuals and knowing what they do and being able to tap into each other to um to to get that support yeah and utilize each other's skills and the vision when when we we're putting this together my vision was always like if we run this for 10 years and there's a 10-year commitment on this program mm. that's 400 black people that come through this program 
and are all linked all to linked, each other in some way. In. Yeah. They're all alumni mm. and they're all engaged. So it isn't like you do 40 and then that's it. We don't engage with them again ever. It's like, no, Bring no, them it's back. 40. Yeah. We need to engage with year two. With so him, now yeah. there's 80 who engage with year three. So now there's 120 and so on. Mm-hmm. So we get to 400. Yeah. And then my thinking on that is if each one brings three more people and says, hey, here's three friends that I want you to meet to that network. Yeah. All of a sudden you've got 1,200 black folk yeah. that can create an economy where they can actually do business um, that can work together mm. and tap into each other's skills and you no longer start saying, may I have a seat at the table? You start to build your own table and that's where that's you power. start to have economic power and economic strength within the business. The vision with this is absolutely incredible and I think you've pointed out so many parts that are missing from other programmes who I guess are have good intentions you know whether it's for the black community or for musicians or creatives in any kind of sphere we are seeing plenty more of them popping up right across all different industries um for people from all different backgrounds but the pieces of the puzzle that are often missed out are access to things like you said or legal help or you might be given a mentor but your mentor knows nothing about how you operate or speaks your language you know in that kind of sense or understands like what you're doing so when you're picking out those mentors I know you've got a huge kind of pool and network of people who are at that next level what's what's important for like a good mentor in that capacity um <laughs> mentoring is a tough one yeah um I think it's experience yeah um is the first and foremost empathy engagement mm. um and and an understanding of not only who you are, but also where it is you're trying to get to. And also, I think a good mentor mm. realizes that it's a two-way exchange. Uh-huh. Some mentors they need come to, to learn. the process that yeah. it's like, oh, I'm here to give you knowledge. Mm-hmm. Nah, like there's people that I mentor, and I learn so much from them. Yeah, because I am. Um, you know, I might be older than some of the people that I mentor mm. and they're coming from something that a completely different perspective. Yeah. And I can look at that and go, wow, I never saw it from there. Mm. Or that's why that's why if I put out this record in this way, you're going to mm. you're going to receive it because you think of it like that. So it, it's definitely a, a two way dialogue. And I think yeah. it's imp- really important to understand that even if you're being mentored, you're still mentoring the person that's mentoring you as well. It should go both ways, 100%. And you've got to come into it being open-minded and, and, yeah, ready to learn. Because also, what's the point if you're not going to? You might as well become a teacher, go and go and teach that way. But you have to be open to it. Um, you spoke about, like, I guess, that difference, I guess, of opinions in the industry. And at a time when so much is changing, I know people are probably bored of hearing it, but platforms like TikTok, mm-hmm. right, when it comes to music... Do you kind of get any insight from the participants where you're like, oh, do you know what? I wouldn't have thought of that. Or, you know, has anything kind of come along like that? What's really interesting about Power Up is there's such a plethora of talent, Mm. of genres, that each genre has its own way of engaging its audience. Okay. So, for example, you know, you're seeing a lot more drill on TikTok at the moment, right? Um, But then we've also got classical classical performers who got, aren't really on TikTok like that yeah. because their world is so different and the way they engage their audience is different. So you so have I Abel, said, the yeah. 
how do you say cellist there we go i was gonna say cellist and daniel cadane and yeah there's there's so many amazing um creators is daniel cadane a guitarist daniel cadane is a uh composer oh interesting okay i've heard his name it's like because there there's such a breadth of talent yeah across the board we couldn't go oh well this is what you do tiktok yeah it, 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 you know, everybody kind of feeds in and says, "This is what works for me." This mm-hmm. is how I tap into my audience, etc., etc. And that's why it's so powerful because everybody can learn from everybody else and can actually go, "Oh, actually, I could take from that yeah. and use that within what I do because that actually works for me." But I'm not going to take that because that doesn't sit with what I do. Pick up what you need to pick up exactly. and put down what you don't need right now. As I always say, you can eat it or throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I would like to eat most things. Let's go. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but that's so cool. Yeah, and I guess it's so good that there's people from all different genres and doing all different things because, yeah, that's how you're going to learn from each other. Um, and we're not just talking London here. I know I get very London-centric yeah. on the show and I've got to shake it. But it's talent from all across the UK. Yeah, this is, this is national and it's really yeah. important that, that, you know, we represent um, the black music community across the nation mm-hmm. um, and that includes the devolved nations which is Northern Ireland Scotland Wales yeah. um, and all the regions you know yeah. because uh, the, the barriers are different regionally and, and nationally mm. so if you're in Northern Ireland you're not even on mainland Yeah, you know you gotta get on a plane or a boat yeah. to get onto the mainland Yeah, so that in itself is a barrier mm. um, you can't just get in a car and say right we're gonna drive to another Pop city down. and do a show yeah you actually need a secondary form of transport. So, it's money, it's time. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's understanding the nuances of, of the barriers that are facing people in different regions in the nations mm. and and making sure that we're engaging in that. And it's all genres as well. It's not just, you know, I've said it just now in the yeah. plethora of genres, but it's really important to get that across that, you know, if you're black doing rock music, apply. If you're yeah. doing folk, apply. apply. If you do classical, apply if you do rap apply like yeah. r&b whatever it is like you can apply to power up and you want to see a range of, we, we of do people because, applying yeah you know black people aren't one dimensional i mm. think through the course of my career i've managed rock band i've managed i've a&r the folk album yeah i've done r&b projects i've done rap projects like i love music but you know John Williams is my favourite composer. He does all the Star Wars classical mm. music, the World Philharmonic. Yeah. And it's like, there's this idea that we just like hip hop. And that's another barrier, isn't it? It is. It's another barrier. And I always said this, like, even when I first said, oh, I want to do radio, people would say, oh, because you want to be on, like, yeah. certain station. Yeah. I said, oh, no, I, I love whatever it is. Yeah. I love pop music. Like, let me talk about yeah. pop music. Yeah. But that's immediately the the thought or the bias or whatever and even when it seems positive or people encouraging you it is a barrier because it changes how you think about yeah. it it changes how you approach it it changes what who you see who's representing you and yeah i think it's um it's important to reiterate even when it seems like a positive bias mm. it's still damaging right yeah definitely definitely yeah, it's you know, I remember when I managed a rock band and, and, <laughs> and I turned up to their gigs and security would always stopped me and be like, why are you here? Mm. So I managed a band that's playing. Mm, no. no. You don't. <laughs> and the band would have to come out and go, that's our manager. 
in order for me to get into the venue. Again, like, it's time. Like all of these things, I honestly <laughs> say, like, it is these little pockets of time. Yeah. Even if you shake it off your shoulders and you think, I don't care, whatever, let's get on with the job. That is like 10 minutes out of your day that someone else, mm-hmm. your counterpart, didn't experience yeah. and they went and did something else and it annoys me. But hey, that's why we're here and we're making change and it's all positive. <laughs> and the good news is as well, we are going to be jumping onto year two of Power Up and right. how the doors are still very much open. So if you're listening to this and thinking, hold on, that's me, I'm at the tipping point or I know somebody this would be absolutely perfect for maybe they haven't seen an opportunity that's similar or maybe they started their application and, and forgot they, yeah. to finish it that's right again I've been in the whatsapps today I'm like apply just do it with snow skin off your back if you don't get it you don't get it but just apply and if your name's seen you never know and the good thing is if you don't get it yeah? you get feedback on where you went wrong so next year you can come back and do a better application how about that that is very rare bringing it that's right, that's right. It's bringing it black. You know how it is. It's your girl, Mary Manderfield. I'm joined by Ben Winter from Power Up. Hey, hey, hey. So, just a little recap. If you are successful in this program, you can get grant support of up to £15,000 to put towards whatever that is, that next step to really get ahead. And, like, was it Re that put it towards a master's um program was, I believe yeah, yeah. I um you are part of the network and like we said you know it's 40 people this year but it was 40 people last year and it will continue and you'll be part of that bigger and wider network you've got development uh, master classes mentoring coaching chances to collaborate access to amazing par- partners and marketing support as well how important is marketing in music what if i just want to write a good song and have a good vocalist and just put it out there surely the world will just find it right yeah um in your dreams uh, <laughs> say it <ain't> so <laughs> let me be a star um, it, it, you know there's many forms of marketing there's mm. there's there's business business marketing which is why a good manager is important because they're they're still marketing your product to another business yeah um so if you are a songwriter you know talking to publishers talking to other managers talking to artists and trying to place that record mm. um sync teams etc etc so marketing takes on many forms i know sometimes when we think of marketing we're thinking oh we're trying to you know an advert we're trying to sell billboard yeah, yeah. it takes on many forms and depending on what it is you're doing you still need to market yourself even even if you're behind the scenes mm. you still need to market what it is you do and who you are that's interesting i need to pick up on that right that's so true i've never thought about that okay so you're not front and center maybe but say you're um you organize events in the music industry in in this scene how do you market yourself other than the work that you do is it like getting your name out there in different ways it could be many things it could be peer-to-peer um networking Mm. it could be um in in the brand that you're building it could be you know utilizing social media like someone like um Shawnee, Shawnee mm. Caballero, who's a, who's a good friend and and is a great uh, friend of Power Up as well. Yeah, um, she does amazing marketing herself on social media, even though she's a behind the scenes executive yeah. and uses that to help to propel the talent that she works with and the position that that, that affords her. Yeah, um, and it, it's you know if you can market who you are and the skills that you have, yeah, then that lends to great opportunities moving forward. I really like there's just so much to take in and that's the thing this industry is so big and so wide and so huge and there's so many players in it and a lot you know if you're a consumer maybe you don't see 
you see the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. you see the finished product yeah. you don't see everything else that goes on beneath the surface oh that iceberg is big it's <laughs> like a the titanic is coming <laughs> and it's in trouble um let's talk about some of the successes of people who were on the program right we were talking about awards being given we're talking about people really like taking it to the next step anyone in particular you want to start with or otherwise i can get the ball rolling Ooh, there's so many. Um, you know, it was incredible to see Despa um, join the AIM board, mm-hmm. um, the Association of Independent Music, and join the board there. Um, he, it's funny because as a Power Up participant, you get free membership to the Association of Independent Music. Yeah. And the board nominations came up, and I remember putting into their groups, they have their own WhatsApp group, and I was yeah. like, board nomination hey. up if anybody wants to run for the board. Nobody ran for it apart from Despa. Yeah. And then Despa made the board. <laughs> in it, doing it. He's going to do it. So, you know, like we said before, you've you got to be in it to win it. And also, if you weren't there, like maybe they've, a lot of people have never had someone to just say, hey, you should apply for this or you should mm. go for this, right? Mm. If you Poss- hadn't possibly, said yeah. it. Possibly. Um, I, I don't like to say, yeah, if I hadn't. No, you don't have to take no. the credit for it. I'm just <laughs> saying. Despa's there on, on, his, on his own. Of course. You know, but, but that's being part of a network is people just right, saying hey right. have you done this that's have you applied right. are you in it being aware of things you know yeah um hannah 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 receiving the women in music mm-hmm. uh, role of honor that was that that's was huge. beautiful to see being at the the music week women in music awards and, yeah you know seeing one of our participants going up there and and receiving that honor was really really special yeah um and really well deserved like she she really deserved that yeah um nova twins winning like there's so many that have just that have bits. gone on won awards received promotions mm. have, have, have set up their own companies into the boardroom into senior positions like it's really really it's such a success story and and such validation yeah for us that the work that we're doing is impacting um, is changing lives, and and for the industry to know that if you if you actually buy into the talent mm. that exists, that talent will excel. Yeah, and that's all it is. It's give that talent the opportunity to succeed, and they will succeed. Yeah, and we create this because the talent wasn't getting the opportunity to succeed. Mm. The talent wasn't getting. The, the the opportunities to move forward yeah. and they were stagnating yeah and through power up we wanted to make sure that they had the opportunity to grow to develop most importantly to have a network to lean on mm-hmm. and to have the confidence yeah to take things to the next stage and you know seeing some people stepping out and doing things that they never would have done yeah just because they have the confidence that you know what mm. Power Up's given me this confidence and yeah. I know I've got this whole network behind, behind me you. so I'm going to take that step Yeah, and then it works out for them it's like okay that's that's validation and that builds momentum doesn't it and I think it's exactly what you said like there's talent there and, and it's not about okay how do we find the next big thing how do we find that you know person doing that it's like it's already there it's just taking it to the next stage affording people time yeah. affording people space affording people just room to get there yeah, and we're and we're seeing it with you know even with our partners, we're mm. seeing um, a lot of our partners engaging and kind of asking themselves questions now when yeah. they're hiring. It's like, okay, do we give this person the opportunity who may not have had the traditional path into 
this role that we're advertising. Yeah. But through Speaking Power, we now know that a lot of black talent mm. don't necessarily come through traditional paths. Yeah. They have to be entrepreneurial. They have to um, learn roles by themselves yeah. because they have to be that role in order to create that role so for it themselves. might not look like a traditional so, qualification yeah, but it's so just done in a different way it might not be oh they know all the systems and mm. the rest of it but you know what they bring out the box thinking yeah they bring a unique vision they bring a unique way of doing things yeah they bring something to the organisation that doesn't already exist and that can can then generate new income it can create new audiences mm. it can engage you with different types of audiences and all of a sudden you're generating more income adds value you know that's it you have more value within your company and we're seeing that more and more with the partners where they're looking and kind of going huh okay maybe we need to look at this slightly differently I love that Um, and on to someone who won vocalist of the year at the Jazz FM Awards that is insane that's that's yeah incredible Ego LMA yeah power up baby (laughs) Bringing it back. When I get a dog, I'll still name him Bear. Bringing it back. That one's called For the Both of Us. A beautiful voice, beautiful vibe. That was Ego LMA. Power Up t- participant, year one. Year one, jazz vocalist of the year. Insane. Absolutely love that. It's beautiful. And, um, yeah, if you've just tuned in, we've got Ben Winter here, absolute music mogul. Can I use that word? Um, might be premature, but I love- hopefully I'll get that. So let's speak it into existence. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like mogul is one of those words that's used in magazines, but not that much in real life. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever see certain things? It's like, that was just for an article, but I like yeah. to use it. Um, but also billionaire Ben, I like it. It's the affirmations. What are you doing today? I will let you go before then. 22, 22. 22, huh? At 22 minutes past yeah. 10, it's going to be 22, 22, 22 and it's 22, 22. 2022. If I'm not in here, I'll most likely be in the car. Yeah. And I imagine I'll be on a business call. <laughs> <laughs> I was at, you got to have a moment. I'm going to, I don't know what my track is yet, but I need a song for that moment. It is the most powerful time to manifest. I'm the hippie amongst my friendship groups. You know what? I'm going to get with that because they're angel numbers, right? 100%. And it's been mags the last, probably last three weeks. Yeah. I've I've been in angel number central. Mm, I've seen them everywhere. Yeah. 12, 12, 10, 10, Mm -hmm. 9, 9. It's been mad. And it's a mirror. So it's like goes both ways. The 22, the 22, it's a mirror mm-hmm. on itself. Mm-hmm. So anything you want, it's going to be reflected. Yeah. I'm encouraging everybody to just have a little think. What is it that you want? See it with clarity. See your vision. And yeah, open yourself okay, so up. My, so I need to just sit there and be like, okay, my wife come find me at 22, 22. <laughs> <laughs> you might be driving. Someone appears. That's her. Knock her over. Don't know. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> She'll look up at you and say, oh. Mary told me this would happen. Perfect. I love it. Um, no, but for real. We honestly, I've, I've learned so, so much. And I think, you know, it's so wonderful having you here to talk about um, Power Up because you know the ins, you know the outs, you know everyone that's involved and just 
hearing your passion for it I think is super important as well Ben Winter honestly an absolute inspiration and I know you do so much behind the scenes and sometimes it's nice to bring that voice out and people like you to be known but also to big up everyone who's been part of Power Up and will be part of Power Up in 2022 super exciting yeah, there's, there's loads like big up Yao yeah. Wusu who runs the participant program about him the participants wouldn't be able to to do the amazing things that they're doing so big him up big up Joe Franklin the co-founder as well ah, bringing it back